on Inside Motorsport, we have a look at Speedway and the state of the sport with Dennis Newland. I hope you stay with us. Well, it's great to have Dennis Newland joining us on Inside Motorsport. It was almost 22 years ago when you first came on the show, Dennis, for us and talking Speedway. And in 22 years, some would say a lot had changed, but really, in a lot of respects, Speedway hasn't changed that much. No, that's exactly right, Craig. You might well ask the question, does it change or is it the same season 20 times, 22 times over? <laughs> and I think it's the latter. But, of course, um, I think probably we're seeing an era of, of very good racing, uh, like sprint car, uh, car counts uh, across the nation are sensational. So, I mean, the sport is going through, like this is the high time of the season now, uh, the Christmas New Year period. And, and crowds are very, very good, so that's got to say something. World Series sprint cars is travelling around Australia again this season, you know, in front of big crowds. Um, all the major venues across the nation um, reporting big crowds. So I guess it's a, a reflection of the sport that um, at the high time of the season, the people um, do attend. But I guess you've got to look at it another way too, Craig. There'd be something wrong if there weren't big crowds. It is the best time of the year for Speedway. Mm. Of course, if we look at the sport, 22 years ago, the sport was still quite fractured between Speedway, drag racing and anything that CAMS controlled. Nowadays, we see a lot more working across those three categories of motorsport, which obviously then has seen a situation. I remember Dean Gall, a uh, road racer, who had to actually run under the name of Dean Small when he was racing Speedway because you couldn't hold a CAMS licence and a Speedway licence at the same time. Yeah, well, that was always the ongoing problem, wasn't it? But I I do think times have changed in that area. I completely agree with what you're saying. And I I think much of this is attributed to organisations like uh, Speedway Australia, you know, getting involved with the the National Drag Racing Association and uh, other categories, Motorcycling Australia for the bikes. There does seem to be a much closer working relationship in this day and age, and including the Confederation of Australian Motorsports camps. Those bad old, good old, bad old days uh, where a CAMS licence, you know, was a, was a taboo and, and all the rest of it and Speedway was on the outer, etc, etc. Well, I'm, I'm pleased to report uh, it's, it's nowhere near like it used to be. Things, things have improved. There is a gr- much greater unison out there. And, um, I mean, it, it does seem that the future will even improve even further, that area. It has been a interesting time for Speedway over particularly the last five or six years because we have seen an increase of awareness, we've seen an increase of uh, certainly paid television product with the, World, with the World Series, and yet the costs of the sport are escalating at such a rate, it does mean that the elite are right up there with the best in the world, but then these other guys are really struggling to make ends meet. Yeah, a very, very true and a very good point. And I don't think that will ever change, you know, Craig. I guess the biggest checkbook still plays a role in success to some extent. So, of course, competitor, driver or rider talent also has to very much come into play. But, uh, yeah, expenditure 
some can afford to run the very best of everything that's uh, new and squeaky clean on the market, whereas others can't, and, and, and that'll never change. Mm. Costs will always be there. Uh, I guess I guess the way a lot of the divisions, or, well, some of the divisions, I wouldn't say a lot of the divisions, like, for example, wingless sprint cars, and when AMCAS, the uh, Australian Motor Contest Association, the AMCAS sedans, you know, um, came into operation, they, they, they've got a pretty uh, definite set of rules uh, that do not allow uh, checkbook racing to come into the picture, you know, and um, I guess that's a good thing. The the probably arguably the most expensive category is 410 sprint car racing, um, but you know, I mean, sprint cars it doesn't seem to stop the heavy hitters, and uh, there are um, massive car counts sprint car wise. So. So I guess costs, on the other hand, one hand, they are definitely an ongoing problem, no question of that, and there will always be a top level, a middle level, and a bottom level. But um, some of the uh, some of the equipment that is around these days, and particularly equipment that comes in from America and stays here, um, it, it is at an affordable price to, to some extent. I'm not saying it's cheap, but cost will always be a problem regardless, mm. you know. The fracturous nature that Speedway has always had where there are so many divisions and so many different uh, types of categories, has that been rationalised over the last few years? You are now, Craig, you are now getting onto a topic of conversation that that is one of my really aggressive aggro topics. Too many divisions in Speedway. That's the problem. Much too many. Too many by a long way. There needs a culling process put in place. The problem being, every race organisation agrees something needs to be done, but every president, uh, let's say, of uh, any association says, we agree with this, it's got to be done, but don't touch our category. Mm. So there's your problem. Uh, of course, we've, we've spoken about sprint cars, and of course you mentioned wingless sprint cars. There's the 410s, the 360s there. Speed cars, which have been probably the richest history in Australian yes. motorsport, whilst they've gone through fracturous times, at the moment they seem quite unified and... Uh, Ken Jenkins series and other nationally touring speed car series are, are also getting fantastic car counts. Look, they are, um, and that's a pretty accurate reflection. Um, I think there, there, are, there are some grey areas, though, Craig, I must be honest with you. Now, Ken Jenkins, I'll give you an example of this, um, that Speed Car Super Series has been around for, for over 10 seasons. This is its 11th consecutive season. And that's since it's been revived. It's actually inauguration goes back to the 1997-98 season. If you put the, uh, the two or three years that David Lander instigated it. Um, now, he, a few years ago, when... Uh, the Speed Car Pro Series was inaugurated by Speedway Australia. 
And this will give you an indication of politics and fragmentation here, Craig. Now, he was very keen to maybe, let, let's see what we can do about the Speedcar Pro Series amalgamating with the Speedcar Super Series, okay? Having one gigantic national series, probably over 15, 16 rounds for speed cars, right? Never happened. Never happened. Speed Cars Australia were prepared to go on their own, and despite the efforts of Ken Jenkins to let's cut a deal, conference here, there, wherever, never happened. Mm. Um, so there are still problems, even in the speed car division. Mm. But I do agree with what you're saying. They are a settled category, or more settled than others. Uh, their standard of race equipment is just absolutely superb. Um, and, uh, look, they are putting on the shows. Um, you know, they're, they're a very, very entertaining class of racing in the great tradition and history that uh, this category is recognised in the sport of Speedway. And um, they've got some great events. We continue our chat with Dennis Newland next week here on Inside Motorsport. Until then, keep smiling and bye for now. Inside Motorsport is produced by Thunder Media for the Community Radio Network.